Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, looking here, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Uh, our DFS lineup, as we sit here right now, uh, is at 141.46 points. That is in the money. Uh, we'll see if we can hold on. We don't have anybody left going into tonight. I, I can't, usually we have at least one guy in the Yeah, Monday it's always a game. helpless feeling, isn't it? You know? Yeah, you, you kind of just have to hold. Help you, hope you hold on. Uh, our Brock Purdy start. That worked out pretty well. Yeah, that worked out quite well. He was uh, 38.4% ownership, so he was kind of chalky. Mm-hmm. But Makes no, sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, tons of that's after the catch, but that's the beauty of signing on with him. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moss was owned as much as I expected. Uh, 80, Heavily. 82.1%. <laughs> that's the heaviest I can remember. He only had 7.7 points, though. So if we'd have, if we'd have swerved on that, but... At forty six hundred dollars, yeah, it was cheap, and we, would we all to, went down together. Eighty three percent of us, right? Yeah, yeah we'd so. have to pay up so, or do something somewhere yeah, else. They scored a ton of points and moved the ball a lot. But yeah, that just he wasn't just, the way they did it. Yeah, he ran. The, he had a lot of carries. Mm-hmm. I think he had twenty one touches or something like that in the game. They just didn't get a bunch of yards. No, uh, Najee Harris eleven point eight percent ownership, nine point seven points. That could have been so much better. Yeah, um, you know if they if the game script. Uh, he was running he runs, well. Last couple of weeks, he looks as good as I can remember yeah. him as a pro. Just or if he gets tape. in at the you know from wow. from that the one, too. that would have helped. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, fifteen point six points. Once again, everybody else blows up in their offense. That's not a bad game. It's not a bad game, Ayuk, but it's, it's hard to feed all those mouths. Yeah, Debo was the guy to own. Uh, Michael Pittman, thirty and a half, thirty point five points, seventeen point five percent ownership. I mean, he's not going to hit you a 70 or 80 yard touchdown, but he gets so many targets and he's open all the time. 11 ca- the well, I mean, when you're throwing two yard passes, he's going to yeah. be open. And he had 11 catches for 105 yards. It's every week for that guy. Yeah. He's like a really solid high end wide receiver, too. Uh, Jalen Waddle, five catches for 52 yards. Not quite himself still. I mean, he yeah. looks good out there and they're putting up tons of points, too, but yeah. I- they're putting up tons missing. of points against when they play the bad teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do. They still got a game coming up with Baltimore. They got a game coming up with yep. Buffalo. I'll uh, be interested to see. Boy, what Washington's they, a terrible matchup for awful, them too. I mean, awful. their secondary they, is horrendous. They can't stop anybody in the no. secondary. Uh, Taysom Hill. That worked out. Six point that out only six point one percent ownership for Taysom Hill at that tight end. Shocks me. He I had fifteen point four points. I know there's it all. there's some up and down there with him, but oh, there is yeah. there's volatility like that. At all tight ends, ends, really. Tight ends are hard yeah. to count on. Yeah. At least he has more ways of getting you there. Yeah. And he actually threw a couple of passes in that game that if he completes those, mm-hmm. like, okay. I, from what I remember, there was a goal line carry. He was just short, and then they brought Kamara in, too. You know, like, yeah. so he's going to get his opportunities. Uh, our Greg Dortch pick, uh, he had 2.9 points, 10% ownership. Wow. Well, a lot of people have the same roster as us, too. Yeah, right? well, there's, yeah. there's like six of them here in this, <laughs> in this contest that have the same exact lineup as us. Shocker. Uh, and then the Colts' defense was... Was great. Great. Um, got seventeen points out of them. Seven percent. Seven percent ownership. Yeah, they're, they're opportunistic on defense. They've, they've had a pretty good year fantasy wise. So again, we're in the money as we sit here right now. We'll see if that holds up. 
again, we don't have anybody left, but uh, the winner in our contest, uh, he has 189.66 points. He had Purdy, Alvin hmm. Kamara. How many points did Kamara end up with? Uh, 29 or 28.9. Yeah. 2.2% ownership. Wow. But he was, 80, he was pricey. He was 8200 yeah. 8, bucks. Zach Moss, surprisingly enough. Debo Samuel at 6200 oh, That was the guy. To yeah, that was the guy. That would have put us over the top. Curtis Samuel, 20.5% ownership. He's had a pretty good year. He had 10.5 points. Tyreek Hill. Wow. 35.3. Yeah. Uh, Brevin Jordan, who actually had to, I had to pick him up mm-hmm. in our league and start him, and he ended up with three catches for 64 like every yards. Every league I'm in had notification on Saturday or Sunday. Picked up Brevin Jordan. Picked up Brevin Jordan. He's he's not bad. Yeah. And now, with Dell out, Schultz will probably be there, too. Yeah. Like, or Jordan is... If, if Schultz, you know, right, yeah. right. So, Brevin Jordan ended up ownership, 30.1% ownership. Wow, he was on that much. chalky, because he was only 2500 bucks. Yeah, I guess that makes sense when they put out the original lines. Rashad White, 48.9% ownership. He's somebody we didn't really talk about. Mm-mm. He had 19.6 points. Scored a short one, I remember. Yeah. He always catches balls. And the Patriots' defense was twenty four hundred points or twenty four hundred dollars. They get you seven points. Yeah, let up six points. Yeah, for twenty four hundred bucks, they were one of the lowest uh, yeah. price defenses. I don't think they had any sacks last week. Pretty sure they did not. Yeah, well, that was seven points for just giving up between one and six points. Gotcha, gotcha. Match and they lost. And they lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you got to wonder too. Like as well as that defense is playing, and as little as they're allowing, it's, it's the locker room starting to look at each other. Too. It's pretty like, ugly up there. On, like man, Belichick's right? getting asked if he still wants to coach the Patriots. Things of that. There's nature. a lot of that kind of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, it's got to be rough. Uh, looking at this week's top performers heading into Monday night's game, uh, Geno Smith, three thirty-four, three touchdowns. Hmm. Um, I didn't think he looked particularly great. No, I'm still not on board with him 100%. Yeah, he was 23 of 41. If I were them, I'd draft a quarterback pretty high or find some young guy. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, 314 and four touchdowns. Strong. Gardner Minshew, 312 and two touchdowns. He was 26 of 42. Um, sacked three times and fumbled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak, I'll give it to you. Yeah, Dak Prescott was uh, 299 and three touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, 298 and a touchdown. Rushing touchdowns, too. Yeah. yeah. Tua had 280 and two touchdowns. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 279 and three touchdowns. I, so I brought this up yesterday with Tim Benz on the, uh, when we were doing the pregame show. And I said, I, I, I don't, I've never looked at this stat, never tracked it or anything. I can mm-hmm. easily do it on here. Um, the week-by-week thing, when you look at the guys who throw for 300 yards, yeah, I'll bet 40, 40 to 50% of them lost. Oh, I bet you're right. I bet you're if right. If not higher. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm trying to think of the names you just mentioned. It seemed like a pretty high winning percentage. There were only three that had 300 yards passing this week. Now, this week is different. Two of the three won. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, if you throw for 300 yards, it's because you had to throw for 300 yards. And it's against prevents late in the yeah. game. And, yeah, because and it's... There's just not many long ones anymore in the league. It's not like boy hits two seventy yarders to get him up. Yeah, it's it's tough not to usually do. how it gets gets there, right? And plus, quarterback plays down right now. Uh, Stafford had uh, two seventy nine and three touchdowns against that Cleveland defense. Played really well. Has him um, has him in this thing. Straub was eighth with two seventy four and a touchdown. Wasn't his best game. No, but he lost Tankdale. Yeah, Nico went crazy. Yeah, Nico went nuts. Yeah, uh, Jordan Love had two sixty-seven and three touchdowns. He's really coming around. I, I like how he's playing. 
Remember, folks, that that Packers victory over the, or the Steelers' victory over the Packers. Mm-hmm. That's the last time they lost. That's the last that's time looking, they lost. They're that's get better and better every week. Yep, hundred percent. And their young passing game is starting to really shape up. The Jalen Reeds of the world and Watson. He got hurt again, of course, but um, no, loves playing well. And Steelers hold him in check. Flacco threw for two fifty four, two touchdowns, one interception. It's forty four passing attempts to get there, though. Yeah, that's not, a Joe Flacco kind of day. Not what you want. Yeah, not what you want. 23, 23 completions for two hundred fifty four yards. Like it's a good example of a lot of pass attempts not resulting in wins. Yeah, uh, Derek Carr two twenty six and a touchdown. That's outside. Looking at the uh, at the low end of this. Well, Mike White had a pass. A pass yeah, he's garbage time. Yeah. Um, Marcus Mariota played a little clean up there for. The, he came. Hertz was out for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston was two of five for forty one yards. There's, I don't Clark know that any of these guys yeah. are, are are able. You're able to pick them up. No. Um, what about tr- picking up Trubisky in a two quarterback? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's probably a top twenty four guy. Yeah. Do you expect him to run much? I think he'll run a little bit. He'll a little do, bit. He'll do some of that. I don't know if he'll do design runs for him, but I think he'll scramble. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Ritter, 12. I would be psyched about starting him this week. No, but I mean... I mean this points are going to be a premium. <coughs> Ritter had a tough day. Yeah, 12 of 27, 121 yards and a touchdown. Like, mm, yuck. They won, but a tough day. Sam Howell. Has the, has, the, has the gloss come off of that one yet? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he was uh, That whole team is really falling apart. 12 of 23 for 127 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, three more sacks. Mm-hmm. Like, no, too many negatives. Yeah. He's had that his whole career. Um, when power ranks come out and we talk about them, Washington might be a bottom tier one now. I mean, like they're, they have a hard time beating the Patriots, Carolina, the Giants, those type of teams right now. Yeah. Uh, Bailey Zappi, who the Steelers should see this week, I think so. Uh, on a short week like yeah. this, I don't, I, I don't think they go back to Mac Jones at all, and I can't imagine nope. that they would put Malik Cunningham in there. No, nope. I think it's going to be Zappi. Uh, he was thirteen of twenty-five for one hundred and forty-one yards, no touchdowns, no surprise there, mm. no interceptions, five sacks. Yeah, wow. So they ended up throwing because of the sacks. They're passed. They ended up throwing for like a hundred yards. Remember, folks, this was against the Chargers defense. Who was the second worst defense outside of Washington in terms of stopping? Like I think they were actually last, though. Oh yeah, they're at the bottom of the league. One thing they do is rush passer pretty well. Khalil Mack had a, a good you know, two more sacks yet again. Yeah, and they couldn't stop one guy. No, one pass rusher it's without Bosa though. What's right. it, what's it going to be like this week with two or yeah. three or yep, four? Yeah, yep. and the receivers don't get any separation. Yeah. I don't think Zappy's a particularly good player. Uh, Kyler Murray threw for 145 yards in that game against the Steelers, 13 to 23. Yeah. It's not like they tore him up through the air. It was all that one drive. It was all that one drive. However, Rondell Moore should have caught a touchdown. I mean, that would... That wouldn't have been a touchdown. Mm. He was going to be short of the end zone. Was it? Yeah. I'm trying to think about it. I can't remember it off the top of my head. He he would have caught... He he had left his feet. It was about the 15 or so, right around the 10. It it would have been a tough catch. Okay. I'm going to go back and watch it. I haven't watched the game a second time. I don't think it would have been a score. Okay. Uh, Bryce Young, 178. I mean, there's just... the same every time. Yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield's kind of come back to earth a little bit here. If it wasn't for Mike Evans, that team would have problems. Oh, my God, yes. He's on fire. Yeah. Uh, Look at the rushing leaders. Only uh, four players over 100 yards rushing. Surprisingly, three of them lost. Really? Which which isn't usually the way it goes. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, so you had Isaiah Pacheco, 18 for 110 in the touchdown. I've been hesitant to give him credit, but, man, he plays hard, and their running game's pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, James Conner ended up with 25 for 105. Again, 10 for 17 at the half. Yeah. He was still, like, going into that last drive that they had, he had like 52 yards. Mm-hmm. I thought he played really well. I thought Obviously, so. he was yeah. He was running hard. The Steelers yes. were stopping it. And then the uh, when I looked at the halftime stats, I'm like, he only has 17 yards. I thought he uh, that kind of shocked me. I so much like of it was 30. like he's breaking tackles in the backfield. And, exactly, yeah. fighting to get back to the line of scrimmage, that kind of stuff. It wasn't his fault. Chuba Hubbard, 25 for 104 and two touchdowns. Really, I, I remember the two touchdowns. Good that was game. against Tampa Bay. Yeah, who has a pretty good run defense. They are. They're kind of a pass funnel. Interesting. Hopefully, it's his job now, just for fantasy. Reasons. I mean, you get it, it 25 carries. Like, yeah, that, it's your job. It is. Yeah. Uh, and then Derrick Henry, 21 for 102 and two touchdowns. He Didn't left the game. game yeah. If he finishes that game, they probably win. They probably win. They probably win. He was a handful. Uh, McCaffrey just missed 17 for 93 and a touchdown. Kyron Williams, 21 for 88 and a touchdown against that Cleveland defense. He's real. Uh, Rashad White, 20 for 84 and a touchdown. That came, We should have seen that coming against Carolina's defense. Yeah, Plus he true, catches true. the ball. Plus the catches, down. yeah. Uh, Tajay Spears, 16 for 75. I think he's a starter if Henry's out. Well, it's interesting that they did that against that Colts defense. Mm-hmm. So the two running backs combined for 170-plus rushing yards Nausea. themselves. Yeah, you're thinking Keep about that in mind next week. I was say, you're Steelers. thinking about the Steelers tandem, I'm sure. Yeah. They had a hard time dealing with Henry's power, and Najee would present problems. Yeah, and Spears and Warren are not exactly similar, mm-hmm. but it's there's, there's, there's that same contrast. Right, keep them both rotating. Yeah. I would like to see more Warren yesterday. Uh, Devin Achan, 17 for 73 and two touchdowns. That mostly came in the second half. I'd say a little bit of that was garbage time. I think it was just to get him acclimated. Up to speed and, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that's promising. I think he's a starter going forward. A.J. Dillon, 18 for 73. I thought he ran pretty well. It's fine. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like him at the beginning of the season. He looks better now. Uh, Tony Pollard, 20 for 68 and a touchdown. Najee had 16 for 63. Um... Would have loved to have gotten him more than 16. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gibbs had 8 for 60 with Detroit. I think he broke a long one. He had a 36-yarder. Charbonnet, 19 for 60 and a touchdown. He just doesn't look he's okay. like anything special to me. No, I don't think he's special at all. I think he's a volume guy that probably won't get volume when Walker's there, of course. Yeah. Catches the ball well. He looks like a third-round pick in the NFL, and they took him a second, and he's okay. Uh, he J- kind of reminds me of Connor a little bit. Yeah. Jalen Warren at 9 for 59. Our guy Taysom Hill, 13 for 59, carrying 13 the carries. football. 13 carries. As a tight end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> asterisks by Well, that. that's what it, he's listed as. Yeah. So, I mean, know. he takes snaps from under center. But, yeah, for fantasy reasons, it's great. And a touchdown. They can't be at all happy with Carr. I mean, no. Their investment in Carr. And no. They're a very old team. And yeah. Yeah. Um, not really seeing anybody else ju- jump out here. We mentioned the Zach Moss line, 19 for 51. His long gain was five yards. Yeah. Five. But you'd you fire him back up next week, right? Yeah, I mean, the volume's, volume's going to be there. important. If he gets 19 carries again, he should be fine. But five, mm-hmm. yard, five yards was your long was run. Was your long, yeah. Wow. Austin Eckler's long was four. Same thing, Kareem Hunt's long run was seven. Like, hmm. he, had, he ended up with... Uh, he, he had more carries yesterday. Then uh, he, he was their leading ball carrier? I believe, yeah. Was believe, he? Yeah. I'll look into it. I, I, I don't understand. I don't under, I don't get it. I don't either, unless Ford got dinged up or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about here. So you had Damian Pierce yesterday at 15 uh, for 41. Important. 
2.7 yards per carry, and he had a 22-yarder in there. Yeah. And a touchdown. A couple of those were the baddest goal line, one-yard run problems. Yeah. But, no, he took over the backfield and again. Singletary at 8 for 36. He, he, he was the more effective he, back. He was the more effective back, and they liked <laughs> him they better doing? before that. That's a good question, but they're leaning towards Pierce now. So I just don't get it. If you're a Singletary owner, you hated that. Uh, one other thing to note here, Tyquan Thornton, one carry for 39 yards for the Patriots yesterday, mm. so they will do some end-around stuff. And, oh, they're just looking for anything. Yeah, get. anything that's trying to move the football. Yep. Receiving-wise, a whole bevy of 100-yard receivers, 12 some, of them this some week. Some big ones, too. 12 of them this week. Nico Collins, 9 for 191 in the touchdown. Yeah, really stepped up, too, when Dell got hurt. Mike Evans, 7 for 162 in a touchdown. Having an awesome year. They're like the same guy, kind of. They are similar. They are similar. Very similar style players. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 5 for 157 and two touchdowns. Every week. Uh, Sam Laporta, 9 for 140 in a touchdown. Yeah, he looks great, too. They were featuring him a lot in that game. DK, Met- he might be like tight end. Three, four. I might take him over Kelsey. I was, I'm not sure who I'd trade him Depending for. on where Kelsey's, I mean, I don't. I was offered. I have Laporta, and I was offered Hawkinson for him. I said no. Yeah? I mean, it was close. Uh, DK Metcalf had six for 134 and three touchdowns. Well, he went bonkers. He went yeah. bonkers. Seems like 100 years ago. But yeah. Alave had five for 119 but did not score. Yeah, I'm not worried at all about him. C.D. Lamb had 12 for 116 and a Monster. touchdown in that game every week for that. Monster. Debo had four for 160, 116 and two touchdowns. Jesus. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown in the same game, eight for 114, didn't score. Usual um, game for him, though. Yeah. Michael Pittman, 11 for 105 and a touch. He, it's amazing. Has Volume. he averaged double digits in yards? Like, it's 9.5 oh, yards. Oh, probably not. No. Like, it, that's what it is every week. It is. Like, but, boy, they throw him a lot. A lot of dozen target games, 15 target games. That's going to be a fun matchup two weeks from now to watch him, Porter go against him. Yeah, they'll bang. Yeah. Yeah, they will bang. Um, That'll be fun. Puka Nakua, 4 for 105 and a touchdown. He had a 70-yarder. He also had an end-around that was... Went for a long game. Yeah. Yeah. And then the final one was Alec Pierce, three for 100 and a touchdown. He had a 55-yarder. Yeah, he's their bomb guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a little bit dangerous because he gets a lot of single coverage with Downs and Pittman getting doing all the short stuff. Uh, just missing was uh, Devontae Smith, nine for 196 and a touchdown. Uh, you had Trey McBride, and yeah. of course, eight for 89 and a touchdown. Pickens ended up with four for 86, didn't score. Elijah Moore ended up four for 83. In if that Cooper's game. out, I'd consider picking up Elijah Moore. Yeah, he's, uh, out, he's out there in a lot of leagues. Kelsey had four for eighty-one. He hasn't been. This, he's not been as good this year. Mm-mm. Not been I, as good. I just saw this today that Kittle, Kelsey, and McBride are the three tight ends over averaging over two yards per route run. Wow, you know they're all right at the same level. Uh, this next guy can't be too far behind. Jake Ferguson, six for seventy-seven mm-hmm. in the score. He's been pretty good this year. Oh yeah, like if we were drafting tight ends right now, would he be six, seven, something Somewhere like that off the range. board? Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been valuable, been quite good. Uh, Xavier Gibson with the Jets had five for seventy-seven. I don't know anything about him. Is that somebody? Uh, yeah, five for seventy-seven. They need pass catchers, obviously. Yeah, somebody's going to catch the. Simeon football. got in that game too. Uh, Cortland Sutton had two for 77 and a touchdown. He, he just, was super quiet, and then they hit yeah. him with a big one. But he's a, he's their number one. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had five for 75 and a touchdown. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, four for 72. He's Made just, a big play down the field, yeah. people saw. They, I still think Watson's the one, reads the two, but all those guys are useful. Kylan Granson with the Colts had three for 72. Uh, he's a tight end. Yeah, he's, he's a, a blocking tight end. He's a little lighter than you think. I but bet. he's kind of a, he was looked at coming out as kind of like a fullback. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, more use check than yeah. 
Tony Gonzalez. Not yeah, Tony, yeah, yeah. yeah, so think Connor Hayward a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bigger, a little bit bigger. He'll line up in the backfield, yeah. motion him a lot, yes. Christian Watson had seven for 71 and two touchdowns. Beautiful catch, too. But he got hurt on an end or it was a ball carry. He just went down, grabbed yeah. his hamstring. It's been a problem all year for him, but he's coming around strong. Jonathan Mingo had six for 69. It's all right. They're going to they're gonna feature yeah, him. They're going to have okay. to, right. Yeah. I mean, they drafted him this year. They want to see what he's got. And, well, six for 69. There's a lot of opportunity there. You could take that. Uh, Kittle had four for 68. Curtis Samuel, four for 65. Rasheed Rice, eight for 64. Are you feeling like Rasheed Rice is kind of the... He's the, the receiver down they, there. They, he's they, the only one you want. They try to figure out ways to get the ball into his hands. Mm-hmm. It's he's, a lot of crossing routes. and I think he's a starter for fantasy. The other guys make you crazy. Yeah. No. Uh, I think you can feel good about starting. He might be... I don't want to say more. He benefits from having Kittle there because he gets so much attention. No, oh, yeah, yeah. They all do. But they all do, right? None of the other ones take advantage of it. No, they all run go routes and run the wrong routes and make Mahomes <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker, who we talked about, four for sixty-four. They only had one hundred forty passing yards. Period. So yeah. he, he had a good chunk of it. I mean, he played a ton. Yeah. Him and Juju are out there a lot. And then Brevin Jordan, we talked about three for sixty-four. If Schultz is out again, I. Would- Keep an eye on Jordan. Yeah. I mean, he's a receiving tight end. That's what he is. Yeah. That's what he's there to do. So, yeah. It's a good passing game. Uh, and couple now no Tank Dell. A couple of new names on there. And yeah, a couple with, to keep an eye on. With Tank Dell now out, um, they're, uh, they're Noah other, Brown? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's probably not on waiver wires anymore. He's had a couple of big games. But then he was hurt, so then maybe he was he hurt, dropped. And he's not a big name dude. But is he a receiver three? With some maybe. upside, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I want to be part of that passing game. Yeah, they're going to throw the football, so mm-hmm. why not? Um, that's one to keep an eye on. So Noah Brown. They don't have a real be... difficult schedule from what I remember going through with it. No, too. yeah. Right. They're set up well. So that's one to keep an eye on. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. That's going to do it for the Fantasy Football Focus. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. And uh, you can also check out Yin's Chat's regular season challenge each week, answer Steelers trivia, and make game day picks for a chance to win signed helmets jerseys, footballs, or even a trip to the 2024 NFL Draft. Log into the Steelers mobile app now and play for a chance at this week's prize, which is a football signed by Pat Fryermuth. Hmm. Uh, we got a question for today, Matt. Oh, we do already. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's bring it on. Franco Harris or Jerome Bettis, most 100-yard rushing games as a Steeler? Ooh, I'm going with Franco. <laughs> <laughs> More games in the Bettis era. Just think of them. Harris played more years as a Steeler, though, didn't he? Mm, no. No? No. I thought he had like two more years on him, I would have guessed. Jerome was here for nine plus, wasn't Harris here? Like? Over the decade, yeah. Wow. Ten years, I think, on the Okay, those. okay. So. There you have it. I was thinking <laughs> of him as a Ram, and then here, running backs couldn't last that long. Franco was, you know, that was my logic on that one. I bet they're close, though. I knew that one before I asked him. I'm sure you did. Yeah. (laughs) It would be a team record. So Uh, how about this little nugget? My 15-year-old daughter, which, believe it or not, 
really doesn't know what a first down is and found out in gym class like a month ago in high school that NFL defensive linemen don't have to put their hands up and count to 1-1000, Like, that's how little she knows about the game. She went to her first ever Steeler game yesterday and thinks that's like the norm. <laughs> like, they're all Steeler games like this now? Like, no. <laughs> She's like, oh, the fans weren't very happy with the team. And a lot of people told me that they thought that he should have won this game and the team they played weren't very good. And then they stopped the game for a long stretch and it rained a lot. I'm like, that's not a normal game. <laughs> so that's, that's how much my daughter, and I do this for a living, knows about the team in this sport at the moment. So there you have it. How much she cares about what dad does. Right. Not even a little. (laughs) All right. So looking here at the uh, FTN Fantasy, the DVOA Mm -hmm. uh, playoff situation now. That was a tough, that that was a bad loss for the Steelers yesterday. Of course, yeah. What it did for that for them. Uh, It now drops them down. Their meme wins drops. They were over 10 last week, remember? Yeah. Now they're at 9.6. That's a big jump. But they go back like a half a win, something like that. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. You lost an opportunity. You're running out of games Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, their playoff chances dropped down to 59.9%. It could have been a lot uglier. I mean, yeah. Browns would have won, something right. like that. I mean, it could have gone, a couple things could have gone worse for you. Cleveland is now ahead of them at 61.8%. See, even, even though they're both still at 9.6 mean wins. I wonder if that's strength of schedule. Yeah. Must be some because, reason well, they like Because it if you look at their overall, Dave... Which mm-hmm. is their defensive adjusted value mm-hmm. over uh, expectation yeah. or whatever, yeah. and factors in who they play and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. The Steelers are at twelve point three percent. Which you want to be in the positive for this? Mm-hmm. The Browns are minus two. Really? So that's who they've played. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I, I, I don't know why they'd have the Browns over the Steelers or vice versa for that matter. Indianapolis right now is at minus point six. Been nice seeing them lose. Yeah, they're now at sixty four point nine percent chance to make the playoffs. Wow. That's a successful They're year for They're ahead of the Steelers. Team. Like, would you consider him for coach of the year? I mean... Well, we got to see where it finishes at. Well, I know, but like right now, I mean, I think there's a couple teams like the Packers, Rams, Colts that are reviving their season and, you know, overcoming some odds to get in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Their meme wins is now 9.8. So that game next week is going to be huge. 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 Yeah, that's huge. Uh, Houston is now at 74.5%. They're at 7 and Makes five. sense. That's a huge win for them. Yeah. And, oh, but, you know, they're scheduled. The, the schedule's nice. yeah. easier. Uh, looking at the AFC, Buffalo. Uh, so Miami is at 99.2% chance to make the playoffs. They're, they're locked it up. Yeah, 9-3. Yeah. Um, Good week for Miami and Baltimore. Baltimore is at 99.4%. Adds up. Yeah, the, I, I think the, the Steelers' hopes of the division title are shot. Jacksonville. Not, that, was a, that was a painful loss yesterday. It was. They still have a shot if they can win this one this week against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. If they then beat Seattle, that doesn't look nearly as challenging. As I'm, I'm sorry. If they, if they beat the Colts, Colts and then beat the Bengals, three AFC wins. Three, three those three wins. I mean, that's not asking a ton. Baltimore still has to play. Um, oh, they have some tough games. They, they definitely some, do. They got to play Miami. They have they, and they have to play uh, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, they so, could be dogs in those games if they're on the road. I don't know where they're at. Yeah, I know the Miami game is in, it's Baltimore. in Baltimore. I think Jacksonville is down there. Okay. So those three teams are pretty equal right now. Yeah, though. there's some there's some games that they could lose here. Um, so it could go down to that last game of the season being for the AFC North Championship. Mm-hmm. If they would happen to lose a couple and you win, but 
I, I'd be shocked if it gets to that point. He needed point. to win yeah. that one yesterday to really make to that really game. put the pressure on yeah. them, right? No, they got to sit home and improve their position. Yeah, now you can't afford to trip up again. No. Um, but we did mention you know, offhand going to Seattle doesn't look as awful as I thought before either. Yeah, they're, they're okay, but they're struggling. Uh, Jacksonville. This is before tonight's game. I'm sure if they win this one, it goes way up. Uh, not that it can go up much farther. Uh, if they win tonight, uh, they're well. They're at 98 percent now. Wow. So they're pretty close to locking up their division too. Yeah. And then Kansas City, despite losing, is still at 98.7 percent. Who's going to catch them? I right. mean, Denver lost. I mean, the division's theirs. Now their problem though is the one seed's really interesting in the AFC too. Yeah. I mean, it's a real three-way battle, four-way battle. All four of those teams are very much in the hunt for the number one seed. Yeah. Yeah, so these these games down the stretch are going to be highly meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, Which makes you think chances are none of those teams are resting somebody in Week 18. Yeah. You know, like Raven, Steel Ravens. Uh, Buffalo's at 12.8% to make the playoffs. I mean, they're... they're f- Had to go up a little. Mm, they're still at 8.6 mean wins. It, it, couldn't, it didn't go up. That's the problem. The schedule That's their so problem. Is yeah, six, six and six. Uh, Cleveland is at 61.8%. Again, 96 Wins for this, they could lose to anybody. I was gonna say, I, I think Houston, Indy have a better chance than Cleveland. I don't think Miles Garrett played yesterday. I need to double check. I, you said he had no stats. He had no stats. No stats, and he was injured going in. Maybe he played a little and gave it a try, and then pulled him out. I don't know. I'll, I'll look I don't into know. It, yeah, um, but they. I mean, they, again, their their home road splits are real, and the defense is without them. Obviously, is not the same. Yeah, I, don't, they, I know they didn't have Denzel Ward yesterday, mm-hmm. but they still gave up thirty plus points to. The Rams. Yeah. No, they're in a bad spot. That was a Rams team the Steelers gave up 17 against, by the way. Same group. Same group, yeah. yeah. Healthy Stafford, Cup, all those guys. Yeah, Kyron Williams. Um, no, they didn't have Kyron Williams that game. Mm-mm. But either way. Um, so they're at 61.8%. The Steelers are at 59.9%. Is it an either-or situation for those two AFC North teams? No. The Colts could fall on their face. I don't think Houston will. The Colts right now are at sixty four point nine percent. They're ahead of both of those. I know teams. they're in good are spots. Right now, the situation is: you Jacksonville, Houston, and Indianapolis all have better Jacksonville, odds Houston, Indianapolis. than anybody else in the in the AFC in terms of those top. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, I mean, Jacksonville's getting in; they're going to win their division. What What the DVOA is Houston saying here? Houston are playing well. Yeah. What. At least they're coming off a win. Steelers and Browns are coming off a loss. Are the, are the Colts really playing well, though? They just, they, I mean, they had to go to overtime to beat the Titans. Well, might be strong. <laughs> Over expectation, which doesn't matter for this argument. Yeah. Nobody cares what they've thought of. What you have to ahead. remember is Cleveland owns a head to head win already over Indianapolis. If the Steelers get one as well, but then they could be cooked. Yeah. They could be cooked. So I remember their schedule being pretty favorable when we went through it an yeah. hour or so ago. But they're seven and five now, so they're at sixty four. You can throw four picks against anybody, though. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor's out. I mean, like they're a little volatile, a little bit. Yeah, didn't that happen a couple years ago? Where mentioned the, the, the yeah, was that situation? Was, right. Min, was Minshew the starter in the game where the all Jacksonville had to do, or all the Colts had to do? Was go down there and beat a terrible Jags team? But Minshew like won overall. the game. Did Minshew win that game? Sounds familiar. I believe he did. I, mean, I that, like Minshew that was a year lot. Before they He's took all Lawrence. over the place. Yeah, that was yeah. Say, I think they were like set up to pick so first the, overall. You know, that's just the Colts in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't trust them. No, I don't trust them either. Yeah, no, I think they're a good story. They're fun to watch. In the West, 
Denver's at 13.8%. The Chargers are at 11.3%. Those teams are out of it. I think the, the West has been won. I think the, I think I think the West... Yeah. Denver's loss, I think, kills them. I think that your your wild card situation comes down to Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Houston, Indianapolis. I'm going to put the Bills in there, but I know it's a long shot. They got a 12.8% chance, according to DVOA. Mm-hmm. I give the Bills a better chance than Denver. I just think they're good. I don't know if Denver's good. That's well, all well and good, but yeah. you, we had this discussion last week you, right. in your power rankings. Their mean wins right now is going to be eight eight point six. Yeah, but so they how could good go. Are in, they? I did. Uh, we'll find out. Coming out of a bye, they could go to Kansas City and win. I will bet you a hundred dollars right now that doesn't happen because wow. they stink on the road. They do. They're one and five on the road this year. Is, though. I I'll bet you it's Kansas City by five. I'll just say five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, they just have not played well on the road this year. Whatever it is, I don't know why. I oh, can't I put. I think they're a good football team too. But whatever it is this season, whether it's the, the losses that they've had on defense, they've not been a good football team this year. No, no, I won't fight you on that. But, I mean, they've been great at home. But you were saying Browns, Steelers, Colts, Houston are yeah. fighting for three spots. Yeah, I'm going to put the Bills in there and say five. DVOA disagrees. Uh, I know, I know, it's an uphill climb. I mean, they have. Absolutely dug themselves a grave, and they have half their body in it. Yeah, and but I just don't. I'm not, what they, I'm, what I'm, they still have left is not. Pretty. It's awful. It's awful. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, Denver to me just fell right in their grave. Yeah, I mean they ago. dug yeah. much like much like the Bills. They dug themselves a hole early. Yeah. You can't get out of it. Yeah. Much yeah. like the Steelers did last year, where you're Absolutely. you're chasing you're, the entire time. That's that's the one thing that you, you can't. Get. The Steelers had an opportunity yesterday. To stay a game up on everybody else. No, it would have been big. Now they've drugged themselves back down to the pack. Mm, you'd be sitting there alone instead of fighting with those yeah. teams. You'd have a game on all of them, right. Uh, back to the Bills. I'm not predicting <laughs> they'd go in. The four teams we talked about, I mean, logically, I think three of those will be the wild card teams. Yeah. I just think that their grave is still open in, in Buffalo because they have Josh Allen. That's all well and good. Yeah. but they, They've dug it, though. It's, you know... I've Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes this week? I'm, I'm going to side with Patrick Mahomes. Real quick, not losing two games in a row. The four that are most realistically fighting for three, I think Houston's the best team of those. I think the Browns are probably the worst team of those. Just how good is the football team? I, that that whole thing gonna, doesn't help. I'm not going to fight you on that one. Um, you know, they, they've been good this year. I just, just I think they're, you know, with young teams, hmm. with young leadership – Oh, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. Yeah. They don't usually go to playoffs. Yeah. I, I think they're a perfect team to go to the playoffs, one and done, they learn do, how to win. They do things like all of a sudden Pollard is the, the running back again when – or not Pollard. Um, oh, the Singletary yeah, Pierce move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernard Pierce. Yeah. Bernard Pollard. That's a different guy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, Why? The other guy's been running well. Why would you? Why would you change that up all of a sudden? No clue. I've always liked Pierce. I've never liked uh, Singletary, but that seemed like a logical move because Singletary's been really good and Pierce's been really bad. Yeah, yeah. But um, their defense stepped up a little bit. I, I just like where the direction the team's going. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I I still think the Steelers have a very good shot to get. I do Obviously, too. it's sixty percent here. But again, if they've done one yesterday, oh man, they're at eight and three right now. They're probably at. 80% chance to get in? Even if it was the ugliest win of all time. Just win the games. You're basically in the playoffs. Yeah. That game. You know, now you got to battle again, you know. That's but, the hey, they outgained your opponents yesterday, so that's <laughs> that's all that really matters. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. We can get that taste out of our mouth pretty quick, though. Yeah. You know, if you can handle the Patriots, any way you get a win against them is fine. It'd be nice if you can control the game, beat an inferior team as you should have this past week, not kill yourself. You're back in the hunt. See what Trubisky can bring you. But one of the things that kind of doesn't sit well with me, or it's just flat out unfortunate, is this was a crucial stretch of evaluating Pickett without the Canada excuse. You know, give me six, seven games to finish the year. What is this quarterback? And see the guy? Is he not? Do we need competition? Is he running away with a job? Is it a totally different look? And now you're not going to see that. Yeah. Right? It's a brutal. It was a very valuable evaluation period that you're getting robbed of. I will say, so the Steelers this season lose to San Francisco, win the next two. Mm-hmm. Lose to Houston, win the next two. Lose to Jacksonville, win the next two. <laughs> uh, now this this time around, they lost to Cleveland. They only won. They only beat Cincinnati. Uh, lose to uh, Arizona here. Need to win the next two. Need to win, Need to win the next three, actually, because you 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 you're, you got out of your pace there. Okay, <laughs> to keep the two for one going. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, you'll take that all year. Sixty-six percent winning percentage. You'll take Absolutely. that all year. It's. But I mean, that's the thing. I'd that, be real happy to win the next two. Yeah, I think people lose sight of a little bit in the NFL. You're not going to win every week. No, you're not going to win every week. It's just too difficult. But if you can break them down into blocks, and you're winning two out of four, three out of four, two out of three, like you were saying there. Okay. You're going to stumble. Yeah, but they have, they have not lost two in a row all season long. I don't see them starting now. Good trend. I don't either, but I hope the game isn't a race to seven and get a goofy bounce or something. I hope not, too, because I can sit and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then be up late afterwards. Yeah, and this talk is about one of these yeah. Thursday night games I can get up and, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. No. Have it on in the background while I'm doing something else. This is, I'm going to be locked Curious in. Curious how much the nation's into this one. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. big, two big, uh, big franchises, though. Yeah. Did you see the crowd, by the way, at the Patriots game on Sunday? Would it kick not off? Really? It was, was it, not. It was not well attended. Weather wasn't great. Vibes aren't great. Record isn't great. Offense is hard to watch. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anyways, we're going to get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, over the weekend, Sunday actually, where we're doing the pregame show, college football releases its top four, mm-hmm. its playoff field. It's one of the great things about the NFL as opposed to college football. One <laughs> Can of the you many imagine having to deal with that? So they take a an unbeaten Florida State team, wins, it, wins its conference championship, and doesn't get in. Yeah. Unbeaten. And I'm you beating. take two one-loss teams in into the, the thing. What my hope is here, uh, this is my hope of hopes, because now you've got Florida State playing Georgia in the whatever it's called bowl yeah, this the, year. Bowl. Nobody cares bowl, but something, something. I hope that Florida State beats Georgia, and that the two teams that are unbeaten that made the playoffs, which would be Michigan, Michigan and, and uh, Washington. Washington. I hope they both lose. Just to say what a just minute, to say, for chaos. Just to, here's the, I always root for chaos. Yeah, the, this, this would be the greatest chaos ever. Yes. And, and this goes back to kind of what we were just talking about with Buffalo. Right, right. 
like Georgia might be the best team in the country. They might be. I mean, they've been lost they in two years. They had a bad day. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they lost to Alabama and Nick Saban in the first loss in two years for to a, what is now a playoff team. And sorry, you guys aren't in it. Yeah, but Texas is and Bama is. Florida State, and, you don't have your starting quarterback. You're down to your third your third string quarterback. Maybe you'll get one of those guys back. Maybe your third string quarterback will be better with another month of practice. But yeah. we're not going to give you that chance because. Eh. And Bama's only, I mean, convoluting things, Bama's only loss is to Texas. Yeah. You know, who just blows somebody out in the Big 12 championship. Washington and Michigan, are they any different than Florida State? I mean, they undefeated, beat one, win their conference championship. Well, their quarterback didn't get hurt. That's the thing. I yeah. mean, you have to, you need style points in that. I'm not complaining because those are the four I would have taken. I think they're the best four teams. I think for the makes for the best viewing. But how do you tell a team that's undefeated, including you did everything perfectly, that's a big-time program? This isn't Bowling Green went undefeated yeah. or like Cincinnati in the Ritter days. You know, you know, those this wasn't James Madison. Right, you know. right, exactly. I mean, and then I'm sitting there thinking, would this make it any better? But what if we could make – what if this year was an eight-team playoff with Georgia, Florida State, and Ohio State in it? Like, that's eight great teams yeah. you know, and, you'd, and really battle it out. But – you know, it's such an imperfect world in the NCAA, too. I just, I mean, I was thinking about it. Is we would be having this argument right now. Well, Buffalo is a much better team than these other teams. They should right. be in the playoffs because, no, in the NFL, you got to win enough games to get in. Yep. It's and there are tiebreakers. You know what they are. Yep. You know what they are, you know, across the board. Um, There's no opinion whatsoever. None. <laughs> well, Nobody I think cares. this is a better team. doesn't matter. We don't there, care about There have been viewing. years where the Steelers were the, the seventh team when they were only Many taking years. six. Yep. And, boy, if they would have gotten in, they'd have made some noise. But they didn't. Yeah, not the way it works. Not the no. way it works. No, some of the college stuff makes me crazy. And I, I don't have enough time to pay enough attention to watch them all throughout the year and all those things. But kind of knew Bama's going to go. I mean, people are like, well, they barely beat Auburn. I'm like, I don't think losing the Iron Bowl or winning the Iron Bowl is going to be held against them. Yeah, I mean, they, on the final play of the game. Final play of the game. <laughs> they have one loss, and it's against the playoff team, and they're out of freaking Bama. Yeah. I mean, they're going to they're not going to have an SEC team in this year? You know, my buddies and I fought about this forever. You know, before, I'm like, I guarantee an SEC team goes. I promise you, there's no chance they don't. Yeah. It's um, Bama. But, you know, you hear it every year with this team or that team, and, you know, well, they don't deserve to be there. That's the great thing about the NFL. You deserve it. You, if you're in the playoffs, you mm-hmm. deserve to be there. Yep. And they play 17 games, so you could be like, well, the Niners and the Eagles had the easiest schedule in the league last year. Okay. Well, Florida State played blah, 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 blah. I mean, and they, yeah, did they, strength of schedule doesn't matter at all. I mean, well, I guess it does. I mean, but it's, it should, it doesn't in the NFL. It's just, no. these are the you numbers. Pl- you know who you're going to play. We could give you the Steelers' schedule for next year. And the year after. Almost. almost yeah. um, I mean, there's three games there. There are four yeah. games now that are you know up in the air. And even those are kind of set right now. Based now on, the, sta- based right, on right. the standings and things that you know, aren't going to Someone with a similar record, yeah. yeah, in the X division, right. So, I mean, you know what the, you know what the situation is. You know what you got to do. Mm-hmm. The, the tiebreakers are all out there. Now go win your win enough games to get in. Yeah, it's not make your case. You yeah. know, like I, I thought it was interesting because I was watching that Florida State Louisville game, and the announcer, it was pretty late in the game, and Florida State had it pretty well wrapped up, and he said, "I hate to say this, folks, but they should try to run the score up." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the game was in hand, 
and he's like, they they probably have the fifth strongest case, and he's actually calling the game. There's five minutes left in the game or whatever the heck it was. He's like, they should try to score two more touchdowns because they're far from in. <laughs> like, what is going on here? I mean, like, is that really how the world should work? But I assume that's what Texas did. Yeah, a little uh, bit of that. Yeah, and it's in you know they were probably had the the strongest case of the one. Mm-hmm. Well, they did have the strong case of the one. You know, they yeah. had beaten Alabama once. Alabama I don't beat even Georgia. Know who they lost to. I'd just Texas. like to be Georgia in that situation. Right, we're the best team in the league. We're the, or, or, for... defending champions. We have one loss that came in our in our championship game by three points. Yeah, and we don't get in. And I think they're back to back champions, aren't they? Yeah. So another thing that makes me crazy about college is all I've heard today on my phone is. This Who's not going to play? All the, well, the transfers. All yeah. the transfers. So I assume whoever quarterbacked their team all year isn't going to play in the bowl game. The Ohio State quarterback right. is. Where is he going from Ohio State that's going to be a better situation well, I think, than what he had at Ohio State? I got a bunch of Ohio State fans. They think they're going to go get like Arch Manning or something. Somebody better than him. that He's going to get benched. <laughs> College football, and it's, they're all making millions now. Like I don't know. It's it's, it's the wild west. It's the wild west. I do think I don't know anything, but I think it's gonna, eventually he's going to be an AFC and an NFC in college, and they're just going to meet in the Super Bowl at some point and have some kind of playoff to get there. That would make a hell of a lot more sense than what's going on now. <laughs> yes, it would. And I, right. to me, it it should be more like the I mean, NFL. East and like west. you, all right, you're coming to my school. You've you've uh, Mr. Freshman, you're coming into my school. You got to stay here at least. This is a two year contract or a three year contract. You got to stay this time, and we you know. If we bring somebody else in, a, oh, oh, you know, it. it is what it is. Yeah, you got you got one year you have to live with it, then you can get out of here or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not holding. This is driving against, me nuts. I'm not holding anything against Jordan Addison, but you have a great year for Pitt. Thanks. See, I'm going to go to USC and make my. And like, They're going to give me sixteen million dollars. Yeah, like, everybody's end up at Texas and Bama, and who's ever going to stay at an okay school? Never. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Craziness. Like it. I dislike it. Yeah, and 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 then even if you are one of those okay schools. And you have a good year. Everybody's coming in to poach all your players. I say you draft them to recruit no rules and develop. There's no saying, "Oh, hey, Notre Dame, you can't come poach." You know, right? Call you know my uh, starting left tackle. Well, you don't have a starting left tackle next year. Come take ours. You know how much money Texans, uh, Texas alumni oh, have? <laughs> think of anybody they want. It's nuts. It's just, and how does a kid not go? Yeah. And then it affects the NFL draft. Like, should I make two million at Texas or should I come out? Eh, we'll see. Life's pretty good as a Longhorn. Yeah. And, I'm pretty popular on campus. <laughs> you know, this isn't a bad life. I think less people come out. Yeah, I, it, I, it, I just don't think it's good for football. But um, no, no, yeah. But that's what we're living with right now because I, I don't, I, I don't begrudge the players getting paid. No, but it's an awful. But lot. this is there, there needs to be more rules with this stuff. This is crazy. I think it's nuts too. I mean, I always felt for the the kid that gets recruited, coach, you know, coach leaves the next year, like. Dude, I just signed up, and I, I'm stuck here with a coach I don't know at all. I yeah. mean, like they, I have no problem with those guys being allowed. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Allowed they should to leave. have some freedom. Yeah. kind of like you said, it should almost be like a two year contract. Yeah, you signed up to play here. We recruited you. You you made the choice to come here. You put mm. your name on the dotted line. We're going to pay you whatever. You got to stay. At least you owe us at least a year or two. You know what I mean? It can't be good for the product to have all these quarterbacks changing. No programs, and not me. to mention, I mean, we sound old, but like you grow up. Pitt's a, you know, Dan Marino's a Pitt guy. You know, like, who are the best yeah. guys in Pitt history? Say, well, I don't know. He only lasted One last years. thing I'll say about that before we get a go here is how about we get the kids who have spent one year at a program to not 
go on on social media. I'm leaving here. I'll be a Longhorn for life. Mm-hmm. No, you won't. You were there no, for one year won't. or no, two years. You you're not. Right. You've just made the decision that you're not a Longhorn for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. the loyalty's <laughs> shot. <laughs> Anyways, I don't, it doesn't. I don't like it. And the, the, obviously, the playoff stuff's really rough. Yeah, right now as we started, it's a mess. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.